Can the mystery... Can the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity be known by the light of human reason alone? I think we did that one in the last episode. Did we? Hmm. That's what we ended on. Okay. What did... I'm reading it and I think we did. What did Jesus Christ reveal to us? Otherwise, that will just have to be one of the many mysteries. (laughs) Well, you'll never get what number 45 is. Number 46. What did Jesus Christ reveal to us about the mystery of the Father? Jesus revealed to us that God is Father, not only insofar as he created the universe and mankind, but above all because he eternally generated in his bosom, I thought it might be a comment there, the Son who is his word, the radiance of the glory of God and the very stamp of his nature. So, again, we've sort of talked about this before already, where it's like, so the, the Son is the word, right? Like the, the second person of the Trinity is the word that's spoken by the Father. It's his self-revelation. Um, he revealed to us that God is Father. So, Father is not a word used by... Judeans in their scriptures earlier? No. Doesn't appear in the Old Testament? No, the whole thing of like calling God Abba, right, is kind of an unusual thing, right? Because it's introducing this quite familial relationship between um, yourself and God, which is not the relationship the Jews had with him. Um, So when Christ sort of comes and they say, teach us how to pray, and he says... Our Father. Our Father. That's right there. It's weird. Weird. Yeah. But like it's revealing something about the familial nature of God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like daddy, right? Like, I mean, not in the way that you say it, because you say it, you know, gross and disgusting. I don't feel the need to make you be the dirty one on this one, because no, I was out of control on the last episode. No, you always, you're always saying daddy in a weird fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we may continue, there's nothing wrong with that. Number 47. I think, I mean, some of these are just... Um, I think we, we roll just... Roll in, roll out. That's, this is clip that's it what on. he says. Yeah, there yeah. You go. 47. Who is the Holy Spirit revealed to us by Jesus Christ? The Holy Spirit is the third person, the most blessed Trinity. He is God, one and equal with the Father and Son. He proceeds from the Father, who is the principle without a principle and the origin of all Trinitarian life. He proceeds also from the Son, filioque, Mm. by the eternal gift which the Father makes of him to the Son. Sent by the Father and the incarnate Son, the Holy Spirit guides the church to know all truth. Now, no one with a big beard could have any problem with that. So we are sort of, yeah, what we're doing is we're exploring the, the nature of the Trinity. So Do we get into the filioque stuff? Well, I, I mean, essentially this is it, right? Like This is our one opportunity to get into the filioque? I think if you want to go, let's go ham there. Yeah. All right. We added it in. That's not in the creed originally. Yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that some would describe as being poor form. If you've got the creed, some did. and we all agree to it, yeah, a lot of them just... Did. Add a bit on. Like if we add it on right now, uh, from the Father and from the Son and from Peggy Sue, no. you know, I mean, people are going to add in. Obviously, so yeah, we, we, I mean, we do get into it a bit later with when we deal with the Holy Spirit more fully, but to, to address it briefly now. So essentially, the, the purpose of the creed when it was constructed was to combat the Arian heresy, which we'll get to, right? Okay. So that's the first, that's the Nicene Creed. If you're saying we're going to get to it, I'm happy to have it. But I want to just flag yeah. that the Orthodox would be very, despite really enjoying the picture Are at the still start of the book. very upset. Very upset about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we'll get to papal primacy and supremacy also later, so. I don't like to use the word supremacy. How does the church express her Trinitarian faith? The church expresses her Trinitarian faith by professing a belief in the oneness of God, 
in whom there are three persons, okay. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The three divine persons are only one God because each of them equally possesses the fullness of the one and indivisible divine nature. Yeah, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know where I would start. There's, there. more. There's more. There's more. Right. But wait, Jimmy, there's, there's more. more. They are really distinct from each other by reason of the relations which place them in correspondence to each other. The Father generates the Son. The Son is generated by the Father. The Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. So this is this is the big Trinity point. Um, so God is one. Okay. Faith claim. God is three persons. No. God is one. Uh, rational. Rational proposition. proposition. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Faith claim. God is three persons. Yes. Yeah. So there are. Th- what does that mean to have three persons of the Godhead? So this is where it gets tricky because it's it's difficult to talk about this without committing heresy, which is why everyone has committed which is why heresy. This is yeah. Yeah, also written in a way that it's extremely is, difficult. It's so dense, yeah. and tight, yeah, that uh, making any sense of it at all is a, is a slog. And again, like like we said in the last episode, um, the the central mystery. So it's something we can never fully comprehend is the Trinity, mm. um, but it's also the most important thing. Uh, so it's this thing that we can both attain and never obtain. Uh, we we speak about the Trinity always in in their relations, right? So the, there's a sort of diagram which we might bring up at some point, which is like the Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Spirit, the Spirit is not the Father, right? Like and so that they have what you're describing is the logo of Charmed. I love that show. Do you know what I mean? I, oh, I know what you but mean. But they're all gods. I was like 12 when that show came all out. Right, no, I know what you mean. On your own time. But I'm saying that there are three <laughs> bits. It's like a Venn diagram with three circles, and mm-hmm. in the middle is God. What? Yeah, I mean, that's a heresy. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Transformers where they're only, their final form is God. I'm right, saying, so like St. Patrick... The they all share right. they are all God. So St. Patrick uses the example when he's evangelising the pagans in Ireland of the three-leaf clover, right? So he, yeah. And that's why you see St. Patrick always depicted with the three-leaf clover. So it's like, okay, there's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. These are the sort of three leaves, but it's part of the one plant. Um, now, that's an imperfect way of talking about because it. Because every leaf is also the other leaves. Exactly. Right. Um, but that, it, it's one of these things where it helps you to to understand more what we're talking about here. Um, so there's there's a heresy called modalism, okay. which is the but which is a heresy and is wrong, but it does help us understand. So that that heresy is um, the father creates, the son redeems and the spirit sanctifies. And that's the only thing they do. Right? So that's their role. But they the actually Trinity. do all of them. But they actually do all of them. But it's a way of helping us understand because we also do say well the father creates the son redeems and the spirit sanctifies right we say well that's kind of what that person does but they never do it without the other two yeah so so god i mean are we the just father this because we're, we're like pulling little bits out of scripture and going like this is what this uh, seems to me it's more than that yeah okay. yeah i mean that, that's obviously part of it is like going back and reading the scriptures and trying to understand what Christ said, when he said it, why he said it. Um, but also it's about what was handed on in the tradition, right? Like, because when, when the fathers in the 3rd, 4th, 5th centuries are debating these points, they're not just going, oh, let's go back to the Bible and read it. They're also saying, well, that's what the Bible seems to say, but we were also taught this by the people who were taught by the people who were taught by the people. 
And what they taught us was it's three and it's one and they're all the same. They're all yeah, yeah. So they're going. They're, they're appealing to tradition as well as to scripture, and they're saying, oh, okay, even though it seems like in scripture sometimes it's saying this, we know the tradition tells us something different. Um, so yeah, I mean, in terms of that's the epistemic. And we have stamp. that written in church fathers and yeah, like it's not. We're not just saying. We take it on faith that there was a tradition. We have records of what that tradition. Yeah, yeah. Was. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. there are church fathers who t- talk about this very early yeah. about what the Trinity is and who it is and all this sort of stuff. Um, and even you know, like, well, Christ says himself, like, you have to baptize all nations in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, and he's identifying himself with God the Father, and implicitly then with the the Spirit as well. He's not going to say, "Well, I'm a demigod, but he's really a demi demigod." You know, like he's like, "No, we're all the part Spirit of the Spirit." Is like some halfway yeah no boss around but but, so we, but now but we don't say that the father proceeds from the spirit no so what we say is so, so they do have distinct roles. The, well the father has yeah so let's let's go back to this um relationship might be better than wrong the, the relationship is the way to think about it right the father generates the son as in so the son is the is the self-expression of the father right so what what we know about god so yeah, god says on. says the word into eternity God says the word into eternity. Yeah. So God is the the Father yep. is revealing something about Himself. So He says the word. Right. This is John one, which is a finite which, act. No, no, no. It's an eternal act. Okay. Because everything that God does is eternal in in this Before metaphysical the world, there framework. There was God and the Son. And yeah, yeah. Okay. So in the beginning there was God, mm. and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Right. Yes. So it's like so the Father is speaking the word into eternities, and that word that He speaks is fully who He is. Right. Because God is truth as well. So th- this is also the, the claim of which... Is, this is before time, and then also it's at the beginning of... Outside of time, yeah. Outside of time, yeah. but at the start of the outside of time? Sure. Let's go in with the, that. In the... It's probably yeah. heretical, but like it's all heretical at this point. It's hard. Can I read you a poem about the, the sort of about the Trinity that I really like? <laughs> By Dante Gabriel Rossetti. I don't know who that is. The wind flapped loose, the wind was still, shaken out dead from tree and hill. I had walked on at the wind's will, I sat now, for the wind was still. Between my knees my forehead was, my lips drawn in said not, alas! My hair was over in the grass, my naked ears heard the day pass. My eyes wide open had the run of some ten weeds to fix upon. Among these few, out of the sun, the wood spurge flowered, three cups in one. From perfect grief there need not be wisdom or even memory. One last thing then remains to me. The Woodsburge has a cup of three. I've never heard that poem before. I love that poem. Great. It's mostly about grief, but also it's like, yeah, I mean, that's how it is. Yeah, so, I mean... They're saying it's three and it's one. Look, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that Augustine talks about it in reference to, like, the human mind, right? He says the human mind has memory... The human mind has imagination, and the human mind has an intellect, right? And all three of these things... These are the components of the soul. Are you. Right, exactly. Um, But they're also kind of distinct, discrete things. I'm probably committing heresy. I'm probably wrong about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so in terms of the relation thing, it's the Father generates the Son. So the Father says the Word, the Word is God, the Word is with God. Mm. And from the love between the Father and the Son proceeds the Holy Spirit. So, we talk about a procession in the Trinity, but not a primacy, right? Because it's not like the Father is better or greater or preeminent. I'm saying right? this is a relationship that has always been, mm-hmm. always was, always will be. Because who God is. Right? Secular, secularum, right? Exactly, yeah. But then, 
we're also talking about coming out of something and that implies emotion. It gets weird when we're talking about the Trinity, for sure. So there has always been a relationship between these yeah. three yeah. persons who yeah. are also the same thing. Well, they're not always the same because we do talk about them as distinct persons as well. Right, like God the Father was not walking around and being crucified. Exactly. It was the second person of the Trinity that was crucified. And they had a disagreement. Mm, did they? Well, mm, disagreement is maybe not the word I want to use here. Their wills were not perfectly aligned. No, I think they were. There was a human will that Christ, as the second person of the Trinity, possessed. We're going to get to the to the humanity of Christ. Right, but second. it would look very much like the second person of the Trinity said, hey, first person of the Trinity, can we not do this? So in eternity, you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So you have the first, the second, and the third persons of the Trinity, right? And that they are they are all fully divine, but they are of one... That, so they all have the one nature, right? So like you and I... Okay, this is the way I think about right. it. So you and I are human beings. Yes. Right? We have the same nature. We both have human so nature. So is that guy. Yeah, yeah we man. both have human nature, right? But we are distinct persons as well. But we are not one. Yeah. Right? Because like there is no unity within us, right? Like, like I, I am not you and you are not me. Agreed. Right? But in God, that's not the case. In God, even though there are distinct persons... Like twins. They share the one nature to the degree... They're the same person? Well, not they're the same person. Identical they, twins? Yeah, but like... No. I mean, look, look triplets. Help me. Yeah, Help yeah. me. I know. It's very difficult because it's... And this is why people have been talking about this for 2,000 years. Actually, they're not. If you pop down the pub, almost no one is having a conversation <laughs> about the nature of the Trinity. Well, if you go to Constantinople in the 9th century, they're talking oh, about no. this a lot. Yeah. Sometimes... <laughs> I want to get on a hypostatic union, but... That's later. That's my pet. But that, that's an important thing to flesh out as to why they're not having a disagreement, right? That we're saying then that Christ has two natures that are separate from one another, and one of them so is the, saying, don't crucify The me. second person of the Holy Trinity yeah. binds himself to humanity, right? So he takes on human flesh. So when we talk about him as Christ... So that's when, like, and this is why it's a revelation, right? This is why we can only know God, bec- like, in his Trinitarian nature, because of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because God becomes man, he takes on human flesh, and he has two natures. He's fully he divine. Why the Holy Spirit? Why couldn't he? He could have done it any yeah. way he wanted, okay. right? He's he just, omnipotent. He, could, he chose to make an encounter. He chose to do it this way. Why did he choose to do it this way? Because he's telling us something about himself. And what he's telling us is that he has... Distinct parts. Look at me not using the word separate there. Sure, nice. Thank you. Yeah. So there's a. But also, he dies for us in his human nature on the right, cross. Right, but God is not dead at that point. How can one drink the ocean? Well. That's Nisha. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. That's, that's from God is dead. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't remember that yeah. from being in the section. Yeah. We've become untethered from the. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. There's a madman, he's not happy. Mm. The light has gone out. But, like, yeah, God, part of, I mean, the second person of the Trinity is dead when Christ dies on the cross. But Jesus Christ, the human being, Jesus of Nazareth, the human being who has a divine nature, has died. Who is the second person of the Trinity? Well, yes and no. (laughs) I mean, he is the second person of the Trinity, yes, but he, like, obviously his divinity is not killed because his divinity is the one that goes down to hell. Yes. So we're going to... Look, I think no, I'm with you. I'm we're with preempting you. here a little no, no, bit. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Well, we're going back. To, it's, in the, it's in the creed as well. Um, right, and the body 
is then separated from something that goes into hell, right? Because right. the, so, the so body, while the while the divinity is right. in hell, the body is not in hell. The body is coming down from Golgotha and being moved into a big room. Right, but when we say the second person takes on human nature, we're not saying he's just taking on flesh, right? Like, and it's like like it's God animating a corpse, right? Like we don't say that, okay? Because otherwise, Jesus of Nazareth, the person is like a puppet that God is like animating. And that's not what we say. We say yeah. that he became like a human being. So he has a human will and a human understanding and a human intellect, all these sorts of things, as yeah, yeah. well as the divine parts of him, right? Like he's fully human. He has all the things that we have, but he's also fully God. So that's why you can have this conversation between his human nature in a, in a respect and his divine nature. So it's his human nature in the garden that's saying, I don't want to die. Yeah. Because he's human. But it's his divine nature that is... Is he seeing the divine nature? Is he hearing a voice? Yeah, he's in communication with the Father, man. Yeah, because he is God. With the Father, but is he in communication with the second, with the Son? No, because he is the Son. Yeah, yeah. but there's a part of him also... Look, so I, he's a baby. He's a baby at sure. that point, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Now, people are talking around him. Yeah. Does he understand what they're saying? Great question. I don't want to answer Muslims it. say yes. <laughs> right, yeah, well... I, I, I'm not going to not answer this because I don't want to answer her. I'm not going to answer her we're because... We're on God the Father. Because we're on God the Father. I understand. Yeah. But understand, Now we're apart. getting into Christology, right? Like we're the moving from... The nitty of the Christology is hard. No, no, no. But we're moving from Trinitarian theology, which is where we are. We're talking about who God is in general, the Trinity, and the Father in particular as a person. But it's the, and now what you're asking is Christology. Well, but we only understand the Trinitarian dimension through the Christology. Right, but what I'm saying is it's a mystery and it's something that you have to grow in understanding of. And we're not at the point where we can discuss that yet, I don't think, Without properly. having gotten to the Christology. Well, I think we're, we're skipping ahead and it's sort of like, well, hang on a tick, why can't I have gay sex, right? Like, It was in a different episode. No, but sure, but like... You, you, it's you, weird that you've brought that up now. <laughs> well, why I'm can't I kill say. people? If God the Father is this, then why can't Are I kill... Are these your two big pressing concerns that Christianity is stopping you from carrying out? Why do I have to get circumcised? Why you could can't do I, both. You could have a Jeffrey Why Dunham can't situation? I eat meat on Fridays, right? Like, That's you know, a big one. Right, yeah. so it's like, okay, well... Sure, like we can we can get to that, but we can't really describe but it's, that. It's until weird to me then that the the three comes first, that the Trinity comes first. Yeah, well, you have to start with that. But who's telling us about the Trinity? The guy who's two. The Catechism is. No. You were so infuriating, James. God, I knew this was going to be tough. I don't think I'm I'm putting up that much of a struggle here. I just. I mean, sometimes you're just a willful student. Man. No, I mean, it, well, it doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, and the point of it all is to make it make sense and to talk it out until it starts making sense. And I'm telling you, I mean, when I think about it as uh, like what a family is, right? Like what is a relationship? Yeah. And I think of people's marriages, which is a, maybe an easier way to understand it. Like uh, I talk about the or whoever, Beep. but I yeah. often think about the marriage right, right. right? Okay. and i think about how it's distinct from my marriage and 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 then the, like the relationship has its own character and its yeah. own tempo and its own characteristics but there's like there is an entity that is the sure. which is a one there's a family dynamic yeah, yeah. And if you want to bring their child into it as well hmm. just one of them to make it simpler which you should yeah okay that's the three but then but uh, I mean, Mary would be the second person in that instance, so it doesn't quite line up. I'm just yeah. saying I can I can envision there are pluralities of thing. 
that we can say that is from a distance one thing i have a way of, that is a, the class that is the congregation that is your parish that is your band the sure. beatles mean something yeah. distinct from the work of john and paul george ringo yeah pete best yeah yeah the whole gang uh the whole gang. <laughs> Billy Preston sometimes. Eric Clapton once. But there's a thing that is the Beatles, right? And so yep. it's saying, like, God mm. is... A great there's, band. There's yeah. stuff going on inside of it yeah, yeah. beyond who the individual persons are. Then, and that it's... Okay, so, like, if that's what the Trinity is, if we're saying, you know, God's complicated, sure, seems reasonable. Like myself, is very complicated. Yeah. You're a disgustingly <laughs> and frankly disappointingly simple person. <laughs> Seems like it's all going to be like struggle and interesting and then it's just like loneliness and cigarettes. <laughs> now, um, how... No, here's a good question. I just want to clarify that we are actually friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to me. In a complicated way. No, it's, it's a, we have a beautiful friendship. Where are we now? So here we go. So how do the three? This might help. Once again, I should. I should. Really what are you saying? Ahead. That we should move question. on, and it might help. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I've been saying that for like would, ten minutes. It would too. be good if I sometimes looked at what the next question was before digging in. How do the three divine persons work? All right. Oh, good. We're moving on. Maybe if you read ahead. And then when I said something that was exactly like the next... When I'm trying to preempt you to move on, then you don't move on. (laughs) Editing is important. (laughs) No, I don't think we should edit any of this. I think people should see how willful and stubborn you are. I'm complicated. (laughs) Inseparable in their one substance. The three divine persons are also inseparable in their activity, which is what we're just talking about. The Trinity has one operation, so on the same. In this one divine action, however, each person is present according to the mode, which is proper to him in the Trinity. Hit me. Oh my God, Trinity, whom I adore, grant myself peace. Make it your heaven, your beloved dwelling, and the place of your rest. May I never abandon you there, but may I be there, whole and entire, completely vigilant in my faith, entirely adoring, and wholly given over to your creative action, blessed Elizabeth of the Trinity. I mean, I get why Jews and Muslims just go, no, he's one. Simple. He's God. You're making it too hard. Bro. (laughs) Seriously. No, like I... I remember once... Look, I'm starting to understand as well because they haven't had a conversation with you about it. I once had a man give me a Quran on the street. Yeah. And I was giving him my, like... I was just trying to, like, understand what Muslims thought. Yeah. And I was like, but you have have Jesus and he's not the same sort of person for you. He's not God for you. And he's like, bro, why would God send his son and die? It's weak. Right? God is strong. God wins. (laughs) You're saying, <laughs> I didn't have a good answer. I, well, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Um, I think we should uh, power on there. So, yeah, I mean, like, the, so <laughs> the Trinity has one operation. The operation is, is love, I mean, essentially, right? So, and that's what it's saying, right? Like, all, all three of these persons had the same mission, which is the salvation of humanity. Um, I mean, they're not doing it for us, but they're just doing it because they think it's good. Um, I'm trying to think of a satisfying way to think about this. If you come up with it, yeah. it's probably wrong. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, it's... 
Yeah, anyways, let's move on because you're exhausting me. It's very hard. I know. <laughs> what does it mean? How do, they, how do they work? Why should they work? Why shouldn't they be gentlemen of leisure? Sitting about on their princely estates. That's what I'd like to do. According to the mode, which is proper to him in the Trinity. That's, that's Weasley Catholic language, by the way. Yes, it is. Not proper, the mode, the bibbidi boo. Christ doesn't speak like that in the Gospels. In the mode that is proper, this is very far away from the way Christ speaks in the Gospels. You have moved so far backwards in the process of doing this. You have become a Protestant. Maybe those Protestants were right about a couple of things. But like a weird Muslim Protestant. <laughs> in a way, Muslims are Protestants. We all worship the same God. What does it mean to say that God is almighty? God reveals himself as the strong one. Take that, Muslim. Bro, that's what I like. The mighty one. Yeah, bro. As the one to whom nothing is impossible. His omnipotence is universal, mysterious, <laughs> and shows itself in creation, the world, out of nothing, and humanity out of love. But above all, it shows itself in the incarnation and the resurrection of his son, in the gift of the filial adoption and the forgiveness of sins. For this reason, the church directs her prayers to the almighty and eternal God. Bro, love is the strongest act of all. It takes a strong man to sacrifice takes a weak man to get all he can. I, I hope that there, if, if anybody ever no, actually ends up watching this, Bro. that this isn't completely derailing. Seriously. It's beautiful. <laughs> 51. What is the, that's my response to that. What is the importance of affirming in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth? Okay, so now we're sort of talking more about the mode the mode of the father exactly which is creating yeah so the significance is that creation is the foundation of all God's saving plans it shows forth the almighty and wise love of God and it's the first step towards the covenant of the one with his people it's the beginning of the history of salvation which culminates in Christ and it's the first answer to our fundamental questions regarding our very origin and destiny so I think we've covered some of this in the introduction in, in, the, in the, part one um, so we're talking about like God creates out of nothing um, we're sort of talking about God as the Father doing this, because then when you read Genesis, it's like God says, "Let there be light," and you know what's He saying? He's saying the Word, and the Spirit lays heavy over the water. So the whole Trinity is present in creation. Mm. Um, but we sort of talk about it as the Father doing it, um, and so we're we're talking about here. Okay, what what do we mean when we say in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth? We say, well, He created it out of nothing. He's because He's so strong. He, he's so big, mate. As you'd love, um, but it's also the start of salvation history. With the Trinity. It's also the start of salvation history. It's the start of His loving plan. The start of His loving plan yeah. involves if you want to creating make an apple the world, pie, you have to create the whole universe. Exactly. So, who created the world? Yeah. As I was just saying, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are the one and indivisible principle of creation, even though the work of creating the world is particularly attributed to God the Father. It seems like if they're all doing it, and they're all present in all things, all the time, mm. that this is maybe a complication. Right, okay, so... Pointlessly, you say, right? I, uh, this is such a terrible way of explaining it, but I think I'm going to use it because you were the one pointing to families before. Yeah. So, for example, there have been times in recent times where I have gone through some hardship in my life and I have come over to your house. Yes. And you've been a good friend to me. I appreciate that. Um, and part of you being a good friend to me is that, like, you know, your wife and your children are around, um, you know, and they're being good to me as well. And it's sometimes the way they're being good to me 
is by letting you and me go out the back and have a have a smoke and have a chat, right? Like so, Taylor's taking I'm not that on the cigarettes, Tay. Yeah. Go on. He's Jay. not. Yeah. Go on. You know, so she's she's bearing the load a little bit in your family, yes. so that we the can. The family have that. goes on. Exactly. And so it's your family that's helping me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as a, as a thing, as a as a particular unit, your family's helping me. Yes, but it's actually I wouldn't be able to do that. With, no. if I with the kids, if right. my wife wasn't looking after that. But it's particularly you that's doing it, right? Yep. Like you was the person that's doing it. This is a this is a terrible analogy, no, 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 but it's a type a, of a way. This is yeah, a, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's good. Yeah, yeah. So God the Father, we talk about God the Father creating because we say he proceed. He's the, he's the one, the origin sort of thing, right? Yeah. Um, but again, when we're reading Genesis, it's like the Word is present, the Spirit is present. Um, we just speak of it as as the Father doing it, and then we attribute it to God. Yeah, and in the same way, like Christ redeems. Right, like he suffers for us on the cross, he rises from the dead. Um, and it's the second person doing that, but he can't ever do that without the Spirit or the Father. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's good. All right, well, maybe... Did That's we, strong. Did we get somewhere? No, you're probably wrong, because it seems... I'm so almost certainly... They're, they're like, if, if any of my priest friends are out here, they're just going to be ripping out their hand looking like me at the moment. Well, you like, got That's have, a heresy! Well, you've got I mean, to have some... <laughs> I mean, to the extent that you can get stuff out of the Trinity, it's useful. Yeah. Uh, which is that pragmatic end that we spoke about before. But, like, yeah. we should be learning something about the nature of reality yeah. from this insane proposition that's been sure. given to us that three things is one thing and one thing is three things and yeah, they're yeah. all together and all the same, but they're yeah. all whatever different. And I think, uh, like, we do have an urge to do that. I mean, I, the thing, when you were saying that about families and me being able to be there for you... Yeah. Because of my family, and mm. I'm doing it sort of with my family, mm. the thing that I immediately sprung to mind is like people in a political movement who you don't like, who you're also responsible for yeah. in some way. Like sure. people say, like, oh, the left yeah. are like this. And it's like true to some extent. Like mm. that is what the movement's doing. But actually, that just might be like a wacky guy taking that stance or something. Yeah. Like there's. I, there's, I personally there's, wouldn't relate God to the left myself. I'm, I'm having the negative. <laughs> Yeah, as a keep saying that you're a proud working class man, but this guy doesn't work and he's got no class. Hey. It's a joke that I'm trying to get off the ground. Well, the, uh, whatever uh, the um, like a company, when you do this, you're representing McDonald's, right? And the, I mean, and then there's a way in which, like, this is a big tangent, but like corporate law. So yeah, corporate law is influenced by Christianity in this sense because we talk about corporations as persons, as legal persons, yeah. right? And this idea of, like, what a person is actually comes from these debates that the church has about the Trinity, right? Like, our idea of personhood itself, right? What does it mean to be a person that's distinct as a legal entity and all sort of stuff comes from this debate about the Trinity, right? Like, there is no talk of personhood, really, prior to these debates at any point of philosophy, theology, law, all this sort of stuff. Right. So, like, the idea of personhood, what it means to be a person... You might be a citizen with rights. Right, You can bring yeah. before the state. Yeah, yeah. But you're not, like... There's not an inherent... Fundamental dignity. dignity. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, th- this idea of, like, who the, who the persons of the, tr- of the Trinity are is historically significant f- for that reason, but it's also, like, I think... It's, I actually believe that it's very theologically significant, but it's also, like, significant for us as a spiritual person to sort of be, like okay, what does that mean? Like, how can I answer into this relationship? Because, And we'll get into what that means with, like, 
the sacrifice of Christ and the cross is that we're we're meant to enter into that relationship as part of it, which we can we're do as devotees. The Trinity. Yeah, we're yeah. Uh, we're we're being divinized by the sacrifice of the Son. I mean, there's a dynamism then to to anything that has multiple parts. Yeah, this uh, maybe that's I mean, God is eternal. This is again where it's hard. Where like you want to draw everything that you want to draw out of. Oh, well, that's what a relationship is. A relationship yeah. changes all the time. Not sure. this one. Yeah. No, not this, this is one. This is a non-changing relationship. Yeah. Uh, that like moving, different. Like there's a. That's why I said dynamism, and then I don't want to say dynamism. Uh, I mean, the, then the father and the son have a different relationship to each other than the father and the Holy Spirit and the son and the. Holy I mean, they Spirit. do because they're they're defined right? by their relations. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the relationship the Father and the Son have is not the relationship the Father has with the Spirit and vice versa. And, you know, you can have the, every iteration of that. I mean, I guess it makes sense that if God is infinitely complex, like God is God is infinite. Yeah. Um, and within that are all the complexities of, that would be inherent in infinity, like mm. of something being that large. Mm. I know complexity is more of a viewpoint thing and that nothing sure. is complex, yeah. whatever. But like, we are being invited to know God and then... God's saying, well, here's something about me. And then you go, oh, that is actually bigger than something I can understand. Yeah. Like if God was simple enough to be reduced to something that we could understand, it wouldn't fill that void, that seeking. Like yeah, it's yeah, got to be yeah. too hard and it's got to be grappled with. But man, do you reckon there may be a fourth and a fifth person, right? Of the Mary and you, James, I'm sure. No, 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 no. But like that aren't part of our salvation. Like this is what we're being revealed to about God. When we're talking about heresies before, you've absolutely like looked behind you, bro. Like is you this were a heresy? big time. It's a heresy. That there might be like secret that that are not important for us to know. Right? Ab- so we don't have to know. And we maybe we, you know, but we could speculate that there's a, like an eighth, ninth, tenth person of the Godhead. Yeah, it's that's heresy. Is that got a name? A uh, heresy. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a specific kind of heresy? I think you've invented your own one, and that's quite difficult to do. The brother, the uncle. So I congratulate you on that. The nephew, the spouse. Eighth, ninth, tenth is a new one for me, yeah. Well, fourth person, Mary is the fourth person of the... No, I'm not saying she is, but that's that's one that people would say. If you said that in certain times and places... Yeah, you might wind up on a gibbet. Yeah. Okay. I think I know people I could tell that to, and they might wink at me and go like, I've been thinking about that also. Now, but it does, I mean, it's, you can't usually have a father and a son without a mother. Can you? Unless you're Cristiano Ronaldo and you pay a lot of money for that woman to go away. Man, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. The, the we're talking about if you have a father-son relationship, <laughs> the, the son usually, I mean, we said the Holy Spirit. We're doing this on tape, man. This is going to be hard to edit. The father and the son, right? But the... But where does the sun spring for? Just directly like Athena coming out of Zeus? Yeah. Just... yeah, I mean, he's the sun because he's he's the second in the procession, right? Like, so, he, like, you know, the word might be, or the second person of the Trinity might be a better way of saying it. We, we talk about him as the sun because Christ says he's the son of God, right? And he says, God is my father. Yeah. Like, we don't talk about the spirit as, like, the daughter or something, right? Like, we don't. We don't do that. No, we don't. So we only talk about him as father and son because this is something that Christ has told us. So, like, he's revealed a relationship that he has with the Godhead, right? Yeah. So he's telling us something about his relationship with Godhead. 
that we're supposed to enter into, right? Like, and so, and this might be an interesting point. So in the West, we talked about we talk about the, the purpose of life, right? The, the first question of the, of the catechism. Remember we talked about this? Yeah. What's it all about? What's it all about? It's about let's let's flick back. God infinitely perfect and blessed himself in a plan of sheer goodness, freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life is the first sentence. What does that mean? In his own blessed life. So in the West we talk about sanctification. Our purpose is to become holy. Yeah, right? Like God. Like Christ. Yeah. Right? In the East, they talk about it as divinization, which is a similar thing. To become as God. Exactly. Uh-huh. Right? So uh, St. Irenaeus, I think it is, says the, the, the glory of... I didn't know they spoke about, about it becoming divine. Right, because the whole purpose of the Christian life cool. is that I must decrease and he must increase, as St. John the Baptist says. Yeah. St. Right? Paul says, um, may it be no longer I who lives, but him who lives in me. Right? Like we're supposed to become like Christ as much as we can. And the, the, the way in which we perfect that is by entering into... The Trinity itself. Well, we talk about that like it's a simile, and they talk about it like it's a metaphor. They go, "You've got to become Christ." Yeah. We go, "Oh, but essentially that's like." Well, no, we're, sa- we're essentially saying the same thing, which is the misapprehension, I think, broadly in the West of what it means to be holy, to be a saint. Right? Is is not that like it's it's to be as like we're, we're to conform our lives to Christ as much as possible. It's not like we just have to LARP as Christ. We have to be like Christ, right? And to be like Christ means to enter more fully into that relationship with the Father and the Spirit, which we can have by divine adoption. Because we don't have our own divine natures. Because we're baptized into the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. We're baptized into the, the, the life of the Trinity, basically. We become members so we of the body the of Christ. The Holy Spirit proceeds from us? Sure. <laughs> no, but like the apostles are always tell, like getting the Holy Spirit to do stuff. Yeah, sure. They're having them perform miracles. Miracles that they want to see performed, presumably. Get mm. up and walk. Yeah, I mean, God is not a genie that we rub the lamp and ask for wishes, right? Like this is like Rod, Rod Dreyer talks about this as moral therapeutic deism. Right? What is the first miracle? There's In some the wine. Gospels. Can you make some? Yeah. That's very no, similar. some water. Can you make some wine? Yeah. What did I say? There's some wine. Can you make some? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, now might be a time to bring this episode to a close also. Oh, where are we at with time, yeah? Yeah, tape's done, but I'm on here. So we're okay. We've never gotten through so little. So little. You made it so hard, James. It's hard! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, what, everybody. Do you, you want me to just show up and do this button and just go like, no. oh, three, one, one, three, that seems normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no questions. It's not hard. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. And the whole time I'm not even seeing arguments. I'm just so sleep deprived that all I can see is three huge oh. sort of like golden rings of fire <laughs> revolving around one another. I'm seeing it from, from way back, but it's so large it feels like it's up right close. Maybe you are having visions. Yeah. All right. We're on that note, we're going to go. Ciao.